pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world-leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, China has Iran's back, First Amendment RIP, and meat-free sausage or chlorinated chicken. <laughs> Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets? Oh, it's a down, down day all across from Asia to Europe to USA. Gold is up, oil's way down, and... Bitcoin's down a bit. And Dow drops more than 250 points, continuing this month's slide on... Don't tell me trade war. Trade war fears, once again. But here's what's really going on. Oil prices, they took a big hit, down almost 6% on Brent. Here we go. Oil prices tumbled by nearly 6% on Thursday, extending steep losses in previous sessions as the market braced for prolonged U.S.-China trade war. But here's the thing. And digested disappointing manufacturing data. U.S. manufacturing activity grew at its slowest pace since September 2009. That's at the worst of the Great Recession. And you've been talking about a global slowdown for how many months now? You look at your Trends Journal, your brand new Trends Journal, we wrote more about it. There's a global slowdown, and it's not about trade wars and tariffs. It's bigger than that. Economic data from Japan, Germany, and European Union shows weakness in the energy-intensive manufacturing industry. And meanwhile, data released overnight shows Japanese manufacturing activity fell into contraction in May. And here in the USA, as I mentioned, it's down. Now, what else? Why else did oil go down? They're saying now that Middle East tensions are easing. <clears throat> we just heard from our Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, said that the President has made clear that at the right time, negotiations are important. And he said the Trump administration has taken measures to prevent oil prices from spiking. Hmm. This is very important because if oil prices don't go much higher than they are, now they're below $70, that's going to be very positive for the economy. Gold prices went up because the dollar got weaker. The dollar just hit a uh, two-year peak, and now uh, it went down again because it's important because the stronger the dollar gets, the weaker gold goes. The weaker the dollar gets, the opportunity cost for holding gold lessens. So gold prices went up, but here's the big one. Remember I've been saying about interest rates? Mm -hmm. What have I said? That they're going down. And what did I say about the 30-year mortgage? Probably will drop under the 4%, which would be a big deal. Okay, here we go. CNBC. They're looking now, because things are slowing down, the most qualified buyers or top tier could see rate quotes under 4%. Right. So again, it's all in your Trends Journal. You hear it on our podcast, Trend Vision 2020. We are way, way ahead of the news and on top of the trends, the only place you will read history before it happens. And to subscribe to the Trends Journal, you go to trendsjournal.com. Okay, now we have a question from one of our audience members. We love your questions. 
We'll give you that address in just a second, and it has to do with the global slowdown. This is Alex, who says, in my opinion, we're already facing a global slowdown, which should get worse. This should lead to lower oil and gas prices unless they start a new war. Should a new war not be started, do you agree that the price of oil should decrease in the coming months? I agree with them 100 percent. All right. Yep. And, and that's exactly what I said as well, you know, that and this is going to be good for the economy if gas prices go down. And you're seeing the Trump administration, let's face it, they're doing deals with Saudi Arabia and the other Middle East countries. Mm -hmm. They're going to keep everything they can to keep oil prices down. All right. Well, in a related story, because, you know. And as the economy slows down. Right. Very important. Well, China might be saving Iran from U.S. sanctions. Uh, Big story, because um, China, it looks like, has Iran's back. Uh, You you had the... uh, uh, the foreign minister from Iran going over to China. I mean, this is an important relationship. Yes, and the Chinese foreign minister, Wang Yi, said in a news conference that China opposes U.S. unilateral sanctions and China has resumed importing oil from Iran despite the Trump administration's opposition. Again, that's why oil prices are not going to rise as fast as they were if they start getting rid of these sanctions and more oil flows into the mm-hmm. markets as demand goes down because economies are slowing. Okay. Well, the Secretary of Defense here in the United States orders new limits on military reporting to Congress. Acting Secretary of Defense Patrick Shanahan has issued a new memo imposing new major restrictions on the methods through which the Pentagon and defense officials are allowed to share information with congressional offices or committees. The policy imposes serious limits telling officials to only give Congress official summaries instead of actual plans. So who's in charge of the United States? The military-industrial complex. Get it in your head. <laughs> All this Yeah, that's working. Yeah, that they're telling us that we're a democracy. We're going to bring democracy to other countries as they're robbing it from us. This is a disgrace. But, hey, the the prostitute media won't report it, but you will hear it on Trend Vision 2020. Well, here's a related story, Gerald, in case that doesn't get your back up. Senate committee rejects requiring Congress to sign off on Iran war. That's right. They put a proposal in on Wednesday trying to preemptively defund any U.S. war against Iran unless Congress authorized it ahead of time. Which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen and children all of all ages, Congress does not authorize wars anymore. They give the power to the president, which is a violation of the Constitution, just for the fact. So the proposal was brought forward at the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and ultimately failed 13 to 9. What a great country we have. Democracy. Well, things are much better in Africa because in Africa, leaders quelled dissent by shutting down the Internet. At least six countries this year have ordered mobile operators to disable access. Authoritarian governments in Africa are using Internet shutdowns as a tool of repression as they strong-arm telecom companies into flicking the switch off. Now, check it out, man. They're doing it everywhere. I just taught in the United States, Facebook, woof. Facebook, check this, just, I'm not making this up. Facebook removed more than 3 billion fake mm. accounts from October to March. 
fake accounts. Who determines what, what's fake and what's real? Oh, hey, we know what's real. We don't have a First Amendment anymore. It's gone. It's dead. Grow up, everybody. That great internet that we used to believe in back in the 1990s where it was going to be freedom of speech, freedom of thought, it's gone. And you're talking about the death of free speech in the internet? To back you up, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange, who, by the way, is a multi-award winning investigative journalist and publisher, um, is now in solitary confinement in a high-security British jail. The U.S. is trying to bring him over here to, take, to uh, uh, try him on espionage charges. Um, and um, this guy's a journalist. Yeah, again, freedom of speech is dead, and it's everywhere. There's stuff going on over there in um, Indonesia. Oh, yeah. Well, in Indonesia, there are protests because Indonesian election results turned violent. What happened over there? Well, you ready? Jakarta, Indonesia. Authorities block social media. There we go again. Yep. And arrested hundred. Yeah. It's gone. Grow up, everybody. It's a takeover. And the government's and the monopolies of technology are in charge. And Gerald, speaking of free speech, we encourage our audience to send us questions and comments. Easy to do. Go TrendVision2020 at TrendsResearch.com. One more time, TrendVision2020 at TrendsResearch.com. We want your questions and your comments. All right, well, things are some fun things are happening in Austria. Um, Kurtz appoints technocrats to replace ousted far-right ministers. What chicanery is going on over there? Well, this, he was, this guy was seen promising lucrative government contracts to a woman posing as the niece of a powerful Russian oligarch. Again, one place after another. Name it. It's corruption. All right, I'll name it. How, name. how about South Africa? Ramaphosa deputy stands aside to fight graft allegations. Yeah, right. There you go. We, this doesn't it's, stop. It's everywhere. Oh, and they're censoring us, right? These are the people that are censoring us, the criminals in charge. And if they want to stop fake news and hate news, like that's the big thing, by the way, with the Facebook thing. Facebook also said Thursday, meaning today, that it removed 7.3 million posts, photos, and other material because it violated its rules against hate speech. Yeah, like hate Iran. How about that for hate speech, Zuckerberg? How about hate Venezuela, Zuckerberg? How come you're not removing that? I'll tell you why. Because you are nothing more than... Oh, come on now, that ain't even bullshit. That's horseshit. You got it. Zuckerberg, Google, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook bullshit around the world. All right. Well, uh, British Prime Minister Theresa May is not having a particularly good time. Uh, she may have to step down tomorrow amid cabinet revolt. Oh. The cabinet's yeah. revolting oh, over oh, there. Oh. Look at a bunch of jerks. This Brexit thing going on all these years. Honor what the people want. They voted to leave. And by the way, remember those parliamentary elections. They just began European today in European parliamentary. European, yep. Over three days. And it, it will show us where, whether people are going progressive or towards more nationalism and anti-immigration. Well, here's the line. With the Conservative Party facing a wipeout on Thursday's European Parliament elections, the Prime Minister is under severe pressure to leave. If May announces she's stepping down on Friday, she'll remain prime minister while a successor is being 
chosen according to the, to the article, but this is the important thing about the parliamentary elections because they're now looking at the so-called populists to win. All right, well, we'll report that on Monday. We'll have those results in. Okay, well, things are just ginger and peachy here in America. How's this for a headline? Many American households remain financially fragile and uncertain about their retirement prospects despite a booming job market. How what? can things be booming if people are days All away from... All the money's going to the rich. The numbers are there. That's why our populist movement's going on around the world. One quarter of working individuals say have no retirement savings. 44% worry that their savings isn't on track. Younger workers, 18 to 29, 42, have nothing set aside, nothing at all. Households are also struggling to cover day-to-day -day expenses. Roughly one quarter of adults skipped medical care in 2018 because they were unable to pay. Well, then that explains this next new report that came in because American culture is a pain in the neck and the back and a lot of other body parts, according to the Center for Disease Control. Ready? 50 million Americans suffer from chronic pain, one-fifth of the adult population, including 20 million who have what's called high-impact chronic pain, or pain that frequently limits their daily life. Not high-impact, high intake. You read your Trends Journal, one of your top trends for 2019, ready to explode. And again, they're out of shape. What do we have? 70% of American adults are either obese or overweight. And again, subscribe to the Trends Journal at trendsjournal.com. It's the only place where you're going to read history before it happens. But we don't only talk about what's going on. We give you suggestions strategic plan opportunities to help you prepare, prevail, and prosper in the times ahead. And to emphasize that point, yesterday we talked about anti-cancer benefits of cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage. Well, now this may not be surprising, but people should pay attention to this. Now we have double-blind studies that show being in nature as a kid is linked to better mental health in adulthood, okay? We have the data. Collecting data from nearly 3,600 individuals in four different European countries, researchers have found that childhood experiences in nature are associated <laughs> with, with either you feeling good about yourself as an adult or having nervous problems. Yeah, I mean, you really, you need a study to do this? Like when we were kids, when we moved to Yonkers, when it was the country, after we moved from the Bronx, we used to go play in the woods, you know, go down to the Hudson River. You know, you're in nature, you're free. But now everybody's handheld, man. They're addicted to their screens. Hey, they're not playing sports anymore. They're playing techno sports. So, yeah, it's going down again. Oh, another one of your top trends for 2019. Blessed are the geeks, for they <laughs> shall inherit the earth and they have. All right. We have a good news, bad news joke when it comes to food, which we cover very carefully here. Here's the bad news joke. Europe's populist gag on chlorinated U.S. chickens. What a great headline. Yep. Here we go. Frankfurt. The chlorinated chickens are back. That's a bad sign for free trade. That's the way they say it. That's a bad sign for free trade. In other words, if you don't want to eat chlorinated chicken, that's bad for free trade because I'm a prostitute and I get paid to write this crap from the toilet paper or record. Here we go. The birds are being used in a food fight, you ready, by populists in Europe 
who are poised to make significant gains in the parliamentary elections we were talking about, chicken meat from the United States is routinely sterilized using a chlorinated wash, a method forbidden in the European Union. European candidates, both on the left and the right, have seized the chickens as a way to dramatize the stakes in the balloting that yeah. runs from today till Sunday. That's the way they write this. Well, you know, the European Union may be fragile, Gerald, but at least they know how to eat over there. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, you don't want chlorinated chicken. I mean, that's, that's an, a populist movement. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's some good news, and, you know, we've, we've been following this trend. Impossible Foods, they make that very, very successful uh, vegetarian burger. They're now making a meat-free sausage, and it's testing so well that Little Caesars, one of the largest pizza chains in the United States, is putting it on their pizzas. Again, there's another company down there over in China, in Hong Kong. They're coming out with a whole line of pork that is going to be plant-based as well. So this is a big trend. Get on top of this trend. It's only going to grow. Will it take over the real meat market? No, it won't but it will have a very sizable impact. It is the future. All right, we're out of time. I have a, 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 I've, a, I've ordered some chlorinated chicken to go, but uh, that's all the time <laughs> we have for this week. Join us next week for more Trend Vision 2020.